Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What are you doing? I got fro-you on my hair, and now it's all sticky. That's disgusting. Welcome back, everybody. That was really loud. Did you see that spike on there? I did. Well, welcome back to our podcast. For episode two, we are very thankful to have you. And grateful we are. How are you doing today? Um... I was doing okay until I dipped the end of my hair in my frozen yogurt. Yeah, that's because you don't know how to eat. It was just the pumpkin flavor. Exquisite. You're eating it like a hangry pit bull. Look, it just melts and I just have to slurp it out of the bowl. I cannot help it. That sounded overtly sexual. It is physically impossible to not drink it like soup. That's gross. I mean, I understand that I coined that phrase, but Gross. Anyway, moving on to a better topic, one that I am very passionate about, assuming you all remember. No? Actually, we didn't talk about this in the first episode, really. We kind of did. We touched on it. We touched on it, but you saw my love of Scooby. Scooby-Doo. And now we're going to learn of your love. Ready? Drum roll, please. (laughs) Harry Potter. So, for all of you Harry Potter fans... Um, you get to hear Connie gripe and complain about it for an hour. An hour or so, yeah. He specifically asked me to do this, though, so it's not like this is completely unprompted. Oh, no, it's definitely my fault. Definitely. I was sitting um, at work thinking of ways to entertain myself because I was working the front desk and realized that I needed a second episode, and... What better of a second episode than something that both of us kind of sort of enjoy and that you love? Also, I would like to say, just as a start of this episode, we did once participate in Harry Potter trivia at a bar. We did, and we lost due to some bitch that had a laptop. Look, we were like, they had groups of like five or four or something like that. We were a group of two kicking ass. Two kicking ass and And taking names. Really, really, it was like a group of one and a half because I didn't do much. He helped a lot, honestly. Like, he likes to downplay it, but he has a lot of Harry Potter knowledge because I don't, I just, I talk about it all the time. I don't ever give him a break to talk about anything he likes. No. Except for Star Wars. You let me talk about Star Wars. It's because now I enjoy Star Wars as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. And due to the fact that you didn't have anybody to compete with, with your Harry Potter knowledge, I would sit there and listen to Super Carlin Brothers and learn some knowledge of Harry Potter myself. So now I have random facts of Harry Potter that you did not know. 
Okay, I'm sure you do. I put you on to Super Carlin Brothers. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant you now currently have facts, and that's why I was like, okay. Oh, and I'm not current. Sure. Well, I, I do have some current facts. Okay, but I just want to say that your facts about box office and how much how much they made in the box office does not equal Harry Potter knowledge. It definitely does. It definitely does not. It has nothing to do with the storyline or the characters. Well, thank you for reading over my notes and spoiling my special surprises. But uh, I mean, you can still you can still mention them. Uh, I will just be refuting them along the way. I guess. Okay. okay so, quick question, my love. What's up? Due to the fact that uh, Harry Potter is really based off matter of opinion. At least the movies are. The books are a whole different beast. And you avid book readers and reading Harry Potter are different demons altogether. But anyway, as, as a majority of us got introduced to Harry Potter, we got introduced to the movies. So let me ask you a question. Yeah, how do you think I got introduced? But then I was like, I need more. So more I read of them. The lore. That's pretty cool. So let me ask you a question. Which Harry Potter was least true to the book is this like a test where like there's a right and a wrong answer there's not a right or wrong answer i just want to know what you believe um me personally okay wait i heard that you be quiet okay the one person that said oh it was the prisoner Shh. Shh. stop it let connie answer thank you um that's actually um <laughs> uh, uh. So, I guess, probably, Chamber of Secrets, I think, is the most true. I mean, it's really, honestly... I said least true. Okay, but aren't we doing most and least? If you were to stop looking over and ruining it No, <laughs> actually, everyone. I cannot read that far. Okay. But, sorry, I would say most true is going to be, like, Chamber of Secrets, because, honestly, how can you fuck that up? Um, least true. Least true. Goblet of Fire. Prisoner of Azkaban. How? I don't know. I just feel like that's the right answer. <laughs> did you read that on a BuzzFeed article? I probably did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just in my mind, the one that stands out and the one that like I'm yelling the most about mm-hmm. is Goblet of Fire just because, <sighs> because of Winky, man. Winky. And like the Quidditch World Cup wasn't done just the justice it should have been done Mm -hmm. like there's just a lot and it's already such a huge book and huge movie that i understand they couldn't fit everything in there and i understand that they don't have the budget they're too busy focusing on dragons but y'all are telling me y'all couldn't throw a sphinx at the the end of that maze like (sighs) i think it would have been dope to have a sphinx at the end of the maze it is it was whenever we get to that book there's not that many good sphinxes I think or sphincters. Anyway, um. <laughs> I think they thought the budget was already blown. Too, yeah, because yeah. they were already doing a lot of like polyjuice in there with Mad Eye Moody and Barty Crouch Jr. They're all they're already doing like flashups between Voldemort coming back and all this and that. They were already doing, you know, the whole fucking Tri Wizard tournament. Mm-hmm. That I mean. Also, I think it is. it makes no fucking sense that they made, like, Durmstrang just for boys. And they made Bobatons just for girls. I don't know what any of that means. You know how in the movie, like, the the play, the school that Floor was from? Right. The, you know. Yeah. Okay. That, both of those schools, and Durmstrang was just guys. Okay. 
they were actually co-ed schools. Really? It made no sense that they just made them, like, only girls I mean, I think they made boys. it just for, like, the movie's sake. Just to show the difference in the schools or something? Yeah. I mean, I don't Like, I, I get it, I guess. But, like, it's such a small thing that they changed for no reason. I feel that. I, I respect that. I mean, it's just, like, I know I'm not in the financial chair and I'm not, like, in the director's chair or anything like that. But, like, as a fan, it's just there's little details that could have been added that weren't that just kind of upset me okay also deathly hallows part two um we'll talk about that later okay cool cool so um during the notes portion um i definitely forgot to add deathly hallows to my list because at the time i didn't watch it and i actually just finished deathly hallows 2 yesterday i think yeah yeah so i'm going to have to remember how they fit in my list and plug them in accordingly oh no but um i i definitely kind of sort of know where they should belong okay um so sweet uh let me ask you one more question what's up what do you think harry did with his life between deathly hallows part two and the movie that shall not be named from episode one well, see, that's the thing. Um, it's that the... I mean, I want to say that he, like, went off to be this, like, world-famous international FIFA Quidditch player. Do you not remember the end of Deathly Hallows Part 2? No, just fast forward. Yeah, so you're asking me what happens between the end of that movie and the beginning of the unnamed one, which there's no space in between. It literally starts right after that scene. Right. You mean in between the epilogue and the end of Deathly Hallows Part 2? Sure. Okay, Um. so what I would have hoped, what I would have liked to have happened, is Harry became the dopest Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Why not a Quidditch player? Because. That was his jam. Ginny is the Quidditch player. They can both be Quidditch players? No. Anyways. Why not? Because it's like two actors or actresses getting together ryan reynolds because blake lively stopped acting for the most part jada pinkett look (laughs) she had a whole ass entanglement we're not counting her anyways okay i would like to think he became a dope ass defense against the dark arts teacher and like fucking kept that position for years and broke the curse because voldemort was gone what curse the curse of like they don't last more than a year Oh, oh, you mean the defense against yeah. Dark Arts teachers, yeah. Yeah, because Voldemort, like, apparently cursed the position. Since Did he, he really? Since he didn't get a job at Hogwarts. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, so that's why there's a new one every year. That's but cool. I would like to think that. Um, unfortunately, that's not what happens. So I think he just leads a bum-ass, boring-ass life, mm-hmm. growing bitter as hell. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's such an asshole to McGonagall. And he becomes an or you forgot that part yeah he does but like if you're already spending most of your adolescent years chasing a big bad down mm-hmm. why would you want to keep doing the same thing because he wanted to become a cop like his father was his and father like wasn't. his uncle was and his grandfather his... Was. I'm, I'm trying to make a crime drama and oh, you're really ruining it for me i was gonna tell you that actually his i think it's his grandpa or like in his dad's line you know how they got rich how they made hair potions. Really? Yeah, that's how they have all their money. It's because of James hair. Potter didn't work. He didn't? No. Huh. 
I always he died thought, when he was like 22. Okay, maybe he worked at like McDonald's in the Wizard World. I don't think so. He didn't get all that money working at McDonald's in the Wizard World. I mean, he had the money. Why not just go do something? Working and... at Madame Pettifoot's Tea Shop. No. Is that a person? It's an, that's a place, yes. Okay, cool, 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 yep. cool. All that knowledge is stored right here in this noggin. Noggin. All right. Continuing. So do you want to go and rank them since the series? Oh, I forgot to say the series name. I'm so sorry. Well, well if you is. don't know, I'm sorry. I'll start mentioning it. Mentioning it. In, um, mentally mentioning it. Mental, no, I'll start verbally, verbally. mentioning it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll in, mentally remember to mention it. Yes. Uh, in the next uh, series or well, the next episode of the series. But I wanted to start a thing called Ranked, where we take our favorite movies or, you know, just different series that we do like, don't like, that y'all like, that your grandma likes. Yeah, whatever. Uh, And just rank them based off of how we enjoyed the film or, you know, just different topics on how we want to rank them for whatever day I decide to do them. We're just ranking (laughs) Yeah, we're ranking them based off of whatever we feel like. Ranking at the time. best to worst, most accurate to least accurate, and scariest to silliest. Absolutely. So anyway, um, do you want to get into the ranked part, or do you want to get, or do you want to hear some trivia? You can go straight into it, unless you want me to pull up my trivia page, which you don't want. Um, I don't want that, but mine's actually kind of funny. Mine's like just silly nonsense. I guess we can take your Muggle trivia. <laughs> okay well do you know which movie made the most in the box office it's actually one of your favorite ones you say that except it's number six on my list out of eight okay well saying, it's one of my favorite ones you keep saying it's one of my favorites i know what it is because of course the last movie in the series makes the most money because everybody knows about the series you're not wrong uh, so Deathly Hallows Part Two made the most money in the series, making one point three four billion in the box office. And Harry Potter: Prisoner of Azkaban, which is one of my least favorite movies, um, made about seven hundred and ninety six point seven million. Which is still very impressive. But I think if you would like a a guess as to why it didn't make that much, is because Prisoner of Azkaban was the first transition into like. A darker, yeah, a darker side of theme. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would like to say, did you know that in the Deathly Hallows Part 2 poster, uh-huh. they didn't even put the name of the movie. Really? That's how iconic it was. Like, they had half of Harry's face and half of Voldemort's face. And, like, and everybody just knew. Everybody just fucking knew. They had the date at the bottom, and that was it. That's pretty dope. I didn't notice that. I actually never caught one to that. Like, having a movie so iconic, having a movie series so iconic that you don't even need a name because people who don't even know harry potter see that and they're like that's harry potter oh yeah yeah definitely i mean daniel radcliffe is gonna forever be harry potter slash guns akimbo <laughs> that, that was like my favorite daniel radcliffe movie oh um, emma watson will forever be known for her bad american accent and person being wallflower but also the great hermione granger and ron will be known as nothing but ron and an ice cream salesman that's exactly what I was going to say. Also, congrats to him on his child, in case you're hearing this, Rupert Grant. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Rupert Grant, if you are actually listening to this, give me an ice cream, bro. I want, like, a bomb pop. Anyway, um, so something that you tend to do 
is you like to go on Harry Potter movie benders. Mm-hmm. Do you know exactly how long it takes? Like, a full day, right? Like, without any bathroom breaks or anything like that. Okay, so if you were to take four hours out of the day and use it strictly for restroom breaks, uh, cell phone breaks, eating, maybe taking a nap, then it would take roughly about 20 hours and 44 minutes to watch everything, every single Harry Potter nonstop. And that's not including Fantastic Beasts, right? Of course, because that would be like a little over a day. And then you can have a whole Harry Potter marathon day. Yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm boycotting Fantastic Beasts right now, but you know. I'm definitely boycotting them too, because I love Johnny Depp. Um, I didn't think Johnny Depp was perfect for the role, but I do think it's BS what they're doing, so continuing. Granted, I mean, there's new stuff coming out every day, and I don't want to spread misinformation. So, do you know which Harry Potter was the longest? Was it Order of the Phoenix? It was not, and I know that you knew the answer to that. You just kind of wanted conversation. It's because um, we can't help but talk about what we're going to talk about before we actually start the podcast. That's true. Um, it was actually Chamber of Secrets, which was two hours and 54 minutes. I mean, I can get why, because it's the second movie, and they had to explain house elves, and they had to explain the founders, and they had to explain how Harry can speak to snakes, and then they had Lockhart, and it was just a lot. So I get it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, I just like the fact that it was almost three hours and it could have paired up with king kong but it decided not to do you know which one was the shortest mm, i actually don't know that really yeah so the shortest is actually deathly hallows part two. Oh, that makes a lot of sense considering, why did that sound so sarcastic considering the movie takes place over the span of i'm sorry two days really like yeah, whenever they first open it up, um, they're going to Bellatrix's vault, right? Yeah. They grab Hufflepuff's cup. Mm-hmm. What do they do after that? I don't know. They go to Hogwarts. Oh. And then they meet up with Dumbledore's army and all that shit. Yep. Okay. So Maybe then, like three days. I thought it was like one whole day. Or like two days-ish. No, because they I meet think... the army at night. Or no, they meet with Dumbledore's brother. At then night, they go to... In the evening, I guess. Yeah, and then they go to Hogwarts with Neville. Well, you have to think, they start the battle that night. They battle all throughout the night. They finish the battle the next day in the afternoon. But I think they go from Bellatrix's vault to... I can't believe I already forgot. They go from Bellatrix's vault to... Um, wherever the fuck they went after that. They I don't know. Go after that. Anyways, but yeah, because... Because the, they, they meet up with Nagini and then from Nagini... Or, yeah, Nagini... And then from Nagini, they go to Diagon Alley. What are you talking about? Whenever they meet up with Dumbledore's brother. Hogsmeade. I'm so sorry, not Diagon Alley. When did they meet up with Nagini? Whenever she was inside of the old lady. Baby. That was in part one. Ah, see? Yeah. I got lost myself. I was just trying to... It's okay. I was just trying to impress somebody. It's okay. You got it. You got it. All right. Thank you. You you know what? It was still during Deathly Hallows. We can't help that they split it up. All right. Thank you. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I know. I made you binge watch them all in one day. You did. You did. You did. Um, But now I'm going to change all this up. So those are the longest movies and shortest movie. But do you know which one was the longest book? Uh, No. It's not Deathly Hallows. It is Order of the Phoenix. It is Order of the Phoenix. Boom, you You're know right. how I know? How? Because they're taking so long to illustrate it. It is taking two years for the illustrated version to come out because it is so long. That's true. Uh, do you know how many pages it was? 
probably like seven hundred something. It was actually a whopping eight seventy. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait know, till we get to that book. That'd be no. It's gonna take us like a year to get through. <laughs> Shit, Philosopher's Stone is taking us a year. You're not wrong. Uh, which one was the shortest? The book? shortest book. The shortest book. Hmm. I'm not gonna have you think that hard. It was the one that you just named. What? The Sorcerer's Stone. Oh. Yeah. And Connie said the Philosopher's Stone. Um, that's actually the UK version of it. It's the, the rightful um, version of it. The American version of it is... The American version, because we don't know what philosophers are. That's rude to all of us non-UKians. Do you know what a philosopher is? Yes. Then why did they change it? Because they think Americans are dumb. No. I mean, it just makes more sense. The Sorcerer's Stone. But Nicholas Flamel was a philosopher. Sorcerer? Philosopher. So he wasn't a sorcerer? I'm sorry. Weren't you the one that got the resurrection stone and the sorcerer stone mixed up? I did. Yeah, so you... But wasn't he... But was Nicholas Flamel a wizard? You do not take part in this conversation. He was an alchemist. Same thing as a sorcerer. It is not. How? Alchemy is not wizardry. Please explain. Pause. We're going to Google this. No, no, no. No, no, no. Just go based off knowledge. Come on. Because alchemy is science. It's like science magic. Nicholas Flamel, baby, Nicholas Flamel was a real person. Do you not remember As Above, So Below, where they were talking about Nicholas Flamel? No, I don't remember that movie because I was trying not to puke through the whole movie. They were looking for his stone in the catacombs. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. That's pretty fancy. I'm the one that forgets everything after I finish the movie. You're supposed to remember it. I didn't watch As Above, So Below. I watched like a good quarter of the way and then they started shaking the camera every two seconds and i felt like i was gonna puke through the whole movie i actually stared at the ceiling for maybe like an hour and 12 minutes of that movie nicholas flamel was a french scribe and manuscript seller after his death flamel developed a reputation as an alchemist believed to have discovered the philosopher's stone and have thereby achieved immortality but why is he dead that's why he was a rumor uh all right well let's skip to the next part continuing uh, we're going to go off the ranked. Are you ready to start our ranked? <sighs> I'm ready. Let's go. Are we starting from worst to best or from best to worst? From best to worst. Okay, so I think our number one like favorite movie is the same for both of us. Yeah. It is. But for different reasons. Yeah, it's Goblet of Fire. So what's your reason? Um. So... I actually loved The Goblet of Fire, and the reason why I loved The Goblet of Fire is for anybody listening to episode one, or whoever has listened to episode one, um, y'all remember The Goblin of Fire, or The Fire Goblin. But we're not going based off of books. No, no, I know, but it definitely held a place in my heart because of Fire Goblins. Granted, it didn't have any Fire Goblins, so I did rate it um, like a, a nine out of ten. I didn't really give it a, you know movie rating for the other ones but for this one because of the fire goblins i will give it a 9 out of 10 um it's also one of the only harry potter movies i remember like i didn't have to go back and watch it like i just knew another reason why i liked it was because of the iconic forehead touch in the graveyard oh yeah it was just so it was so nice i love that it's Voldemort being like haha bitch i can finally touch you it's because he has Harry's blood now. Yeah, he's like, I couldn't touch you before, but now I can touch you. And although I'm not going to kill you right now, I can touch you. Well, 
initially, you know how, like, they always talk about um, the bad guys have to make their big speech before they... Because he could have just killed Harry Potter he right have. then. He could have. But they have to make their big speech. Mm-hmm. And that's what to. ruins everything for him. Initially, in the book, his speech is much longer. Really? Much longer. Oh, that's annoying. He talks about his Death Eaters and everything. That's actually another point that I had. We find out that the Death Eaters are actually hashtag Team Jacob. And by Death Eaters, I mean Peter Pettigrew was all about Jacob. Because he fucking smoked Edward. You're it took you a minute for that joke to land, but... You're hilarious. I know I am. I know I am. I worked really hard on that hilarious. joke. Hilarious. Anyways. Because our boy Edward Cullen... Uh, what's his name? The actor? What is his name right now? I don't... struggle for a minute. I don't... Patrick... No. Pat, no. It's not Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart's an old bald guy. I don't know names. You know I'm bad with names. It is Robert Pattinson. I knew it was something with a P. Anyway. Yeah, he plays uh cedric diggory who in turn still reminds me of edward cullen even though cedric diggory came first did he really yeah nice yep he did also punk ass victor crumb the steroids victor crumb that little bitch loses the tri wizard tournament so i was pretty happy about that and the dope death eater sign in the beginning of the movie that was pretty cool but i mean i think that one is my favorite just because we like we get introduced to Mad Eye, and you never actually get introduced to the real Mad Eye, because always been Barty Crouch Jr. in a Mad Eye suit. Yeah, but like it's Ma- not a Mad Eye suit. It is Mad Eye suit. It's Polyjuice Potion. Same difference. Anyways, so like I I like that. I really like Mad Eye's character, but we get introduced to dragons, and also like the one scene where it's so so and so told so and so to tell so and so who told me to tell you. This happened. What? Ron and Harry are fighting. Okay. And so Hermione comes down. She's like, Dean told uh, Seamus to tell Pavardi that Hagrid told him to meet him in the forest. And then Harry's like, or he said, like, Ron told so-and-so. And he's like, we'll tell so-and-so to tell so-and-so to tell so-and-so to tell Ron. And Hermione's like, I'm not your owl. Oh, yeah. I remember that part. Anyways, that was I do dope. remember the I'm not your owl part. That was pretty dope. Um, besides that, though, like, you get a full-body Voldemort. And, like, the Quidditch World Cup is just, it's so magnificent. Even though you don't see how they end up winning, I really wish they would have given you more time to just appreciate just all these wizards and witches getting together and just having a party. True. It is so, and they they show up wearing, like, all this what they think is muggle clothing. Mm-hmm. Like, a bathing suit. That's weird. Yeah. I don't remember that part. It's, like, in the middle of fall, and he shows up wearing a bathing suit. Who? Like, this random wizard. Oh, okay. And Well, it's in the book. That's, like... Oh, so you're going based off the book, the thing that we said we're not going to go based off of? That's what I said that I wish they would have put in. Okay. Like, I wish they would have given more time to that. But um, besides that, though, like, I really love all that. The only things that, like, kind of took away from it for me were, of course, the sinks, um, the tongue toffee in the beginning when like the weasleys come crashing through the dursley's fireplace uh-huh that was a great scene in the book i wish it was in there we're not talking um, about the books no this is what i wish like I know. the only thing that took away from it i know we're just trying to stick to the movies right now though. okay well i'm about to punch you let me finish you asked me to do a harry potter thing we're doing a harry potter thing so calm down um yeah and i really wish they would have just included winky i still don't know who that is 
Winky is um, the Crouch's um, house elf. The Barty Crouch's? Yeah, Barty oh, Crouch okay. cool, Jr. Cool, cool. and Barty Crouch Sr. Yeah. And, like, the mom. Um, she is an alcoholic. Okay. I love her. She's also Dobby's girlfriend. Dobby sure knows how to pick them. He really does. All right, so moving on to the second one. I have Half-Blood Prince, which I rated it a dope. The first one, I, I rated it. I loved it. Second one, I rated dope. It's it's funny. It has Ginny and Harry getting together. It has Hermione and Ron kind of getting together. No, it has Hermione being pissed at Ron. I mean, yeah, but, like, you get to see, literally, like... She literally basically throws birds at him. Right, but you can see where it's coming from. Her getting jealous over Lavender Yeah, Brown. and, like, she, like, shows that she, like, has affection to Ron. Um, you see Lavender Brown's annoying ass get dumped. Uh, you see the Fred and George store. And Harry gets his shit kicked in by Draco. And then he fucks Draco back up because Draco's a little bitch. But anyway, uh, we also get introduced to the Horcruxes. And it could have been my favorite, but you know Fire Goblin's always got to stay on top. Well, conveniently, that is also my favorite, but for different reasons. Okay. I love Slughorn. Oh, yeah, his hourglass. His hourglass. That's the hourglass guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. And he's such an interesting character with his Don't they have the phoenix in that one, too? Don't they, like, mention Voldemort? Or not Voldemort, sorry. Dumbledore's phoenix? Dumbledore's phoenix is mainly in... Order of the phoenix? Yeah. That's where he does the giant... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that's what I was thinking about. Um, But, yeah, uh, I really liked Half-Blood Prince, mainly because, you know, when... Harry gets kind of drunk off his Felix fleeces. Uh-huh. And he's trying to get that one memory from Slughorn. Right. To talk to Dumbledore and, like, figure out, like, to find out what Horcrux is. Well, mm-hmm. what Voldemort was doing with Horcrux or whatever. To figure out that Slughorn told Voldemort about Horcruxes. Um, so, it's when Aragog dies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, the pincers. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Wasn't he, like, high as fuck or drunk as fuck? Off, off the, something off the felix fleeces if yeah you're yeah what I'm, saying. I'm sorry i have um brain issues <laughs> but yeah uh that was like my favorite scene ever but i know a lot of people trash talk half blood prince and i truly get it but it's just i don't know i like that like more grown-up mature harry like they're just now starting to go on to their adventure and everything so that's my second one too um there were a few things that i wish were in there but i guess i won't talk about them <laughs> was it because they were from the book? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can you, go ahead mention something. It's just okay. You know how they uh-huh. get you get know, it off your chest. You know what the Half Blood Prince like is? It's like the book, uh-huh. the potions book that uh-huh. has all like Snape's notes scribbled in there. Right. Okay. And they were trying to figure out who the Half Blood Prince was, and it's never really fully explained how they figured You're it out. You're doing that thing where you get really passionate and talk okay. really fast. <clears throat> they never fully explain how they figured it out. Uh-huh. It's just, oh yeah, Snape said he's the Half-Blood Prince. No, they figure out that Eileen Prince was Snape's mom. Okay. And that Snape's dad was a muggle. Mm-hmm. So he's the Half-Blood Prince. Right. Also, um, since Ron got the really, really, really nice book, and Harry got like the old tattered Half-Blood Prince one. Yeah. The potions books. Um, so whenever Harry fucks up Malfoy... By casting that spell, because he found that spell in the okay, half-blood Okay, 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 but pause, pause. What's that? Say it again. When Harry fucks up Malfoy. Thank you. I just wanted to hear that part one more time. You're terrible. Anyways, <laughs> when he does that, 
he finds the spell to do it. He finds it in the Half-Blood Princess Potions book. Yeah. And Snape rushed, and Snape was like, this is my fucking spell. How do you have it? Mm-hmm. And he's like, show me your potions book. And Harry's like, um... I don't want to. I don't have it with me currently. I will go get it and bring it to you. So he goes and gets it and brings it to Snape. But he doesn't get his. He brought Ron's. He brought Ron's. And Ron had written his name on the inside. Oh, no. But he used a quill that, like, misspelled everything from his brother's joke shop. Uh-huh. And so it said, Runal Wazib. Was it? Yeah. Runal. <laughs> Runal Wazib. And Snape is like. Why was that so funny to you? Because <laughs> Snape, Snape is like, why do you have this book? Like, it says Runal Wazib in here. And, he, and Harry's like, it's my nickname. Does he really? Yes, he does. <laughs> it's my nickname. That's what my that friends my call mom me. gave me. His mom is dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but would Snape really question a nickname his mom gave him? Yes, because Harry could not. He was a year old. Maybe she wrote it. Runel Wazib. Yeah. That is my name. <laughs> Anyways, that's like it's. I wish they would have like put that shit in there. I know they wouldn't because they would have had to just go into yeah. so much detail. But it was just really funny, and then I wish they would have just elaborated more on that whole talks Remus love story those are pretty good uh things in the book I, i'll take that now here's where my notes kind of get a little misnumbered because i did add um deathly hallows to it yeah this... and i didn't mark the numbers and it's okay switch it up but anyway my third movie and i didn't rate it on the dope loved it whatever scale because obviously i just added them in um but my third place although if i wasn't emotionally tied to Half-Blood Prince and Goblet of Fire. It probably would have been my first movie. Why are you emotionally tied to Half-Blood Prince? Because of you. Ah, because I love it. Yeah. Slughorn's Hourglass. Yeah, all that fun stuff, all the Dude. memories. That's actually one of the first books you made me learn. How did I make you learn it? I don't know. You just brought up so much, like, random shit about it. But, but anyway. But this is how you know he's dedicated to me. He went on eBay and found that pin for me. I did find the Slughorn's pin for you. It is my I forgot favorite about it. one. Yeah. Like, out of everything. It is so dope. And if you don't know Slughorn's... So much so that when they broke into your car and stole your chocolate frog pin, which... Why would you steal somebody's Harry Potter chocolate frog pin? Like, like it doesn't make sense. Look, I do not live in a and live in an area where it's y'all are big nerds. Why would you steal my chocolate frog pin? It doesn't make sense. It wasn't worth anything. It not even like maybe like five bucks. The pawn not, shop. No, because nobody it. would take it. Exactly. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? I also had like something. I don't know something from Universal, like some candy or some shit. Yeah. Had dried on the inside of it, so it was kind of fucked up. That's weird gross and even more of a reason not to steal it I know. but so i mean i i went and replaced the pin yeah. but anyway um back to the rank series yes um my third favorite movie has to be deathly hallows part two is it because you watched it recently it not because i watched it recently but it was such a fucking good fun movie to watch like I, if say, any harry potter if i had to go back and watch any harry potter it'd probably be deathly Hallows part two it's because it's very visually like appealing yeah storyline was appealing it it's was kind of funny like, it was scary it was tense it was it's kind of oh, like so good the rogue one of harry potter it is the rogue one of harry potter yeah i mean i feel you i feel you in that aspect personally it wasn't high on my list 
just because as somebody who loves the books it 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 did so much injustice to them but i can understand why yeah i mean i guess so i guess it did miss a lot from the book or whatever but i don't know just movie wise it felt so good to watch like you get mcgonagall being mad you get mcgonagall being silly you get mcgonagall being funny you get mcgonagall just just being her you know what i mean like she finally lets loose and i love it (laughs) you also get the bridge blow up scene it's pretty dope and i just that was my favorite part so my number three is probably order of the phoenix just because uh what's her name imelda bagshot no stratton i think i don't know whoever played umbridge okay she did such a fantastic job of I being Umbridge. Hate her. Oh my god, she, she just, did. She was so perfect in her role that it's just it's it's not a fun movie. Like she is okay for those of y'all who don't know who Umbridge is and are new to the Harry Potter series or just haven't got to that part yet. Umbridge is your basic wizard Karen. She is the ultimate Karen, the leader of the Karens, might I say? It's Imelda Staunton. Oh, I thought you were saying Imelda something, and so... You thought I was saying Matilda Bagshot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, she was on Freedom Riders. Crazy. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> she was just so good at her role, and, like, I really enjoyed watching the formation of Dumbledore's army, and, like, that's where you see Hermione kind of be like, breaking rules is fun. <laughs> like, and it's just, the Patronuses are such, like, a beautiful thing to watch, and it's just all over, like, I like that movie. I mean, I don't like seeing Filch. But it's just, and then Dumbledore gets sassy, like, with the phoenix, and he claps and he disappears. I forgot that was the thing in that one. He's like, not in my movie, ya bitch. Wait, which one was your three? Your third one? Order, the, Order phoenix. the phoenix. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, okay. So, number four, what are we thinking? Uh, So, I know you hate this movie. I love this movie. You're more washed out of this movie. But I ranked... For number four, The Sorcerer's Stone. I put it under liked. I really liked it. Again, that's one of the the ties, I guess, mm-hmm. to it. Just because it is the first one. It's the beginning. It shows, you know, the start of Harry and his new wizarding adventures. His punk-ass cousin gets fucking bullied because <laughs> of all the times that he bullied him. Um, you get the iconic, there's a troll in the bathroom. Is that is that from another movie? No, you got it. That okay, was that cool, cool, cool. I got it. I got word. Um, and then I love. I am gonna say iconic a lot, but I love how. It, well, one of my favorite scenes is the one where Harry is talking to the snake in the zoo. Yeah. And then like makes the glass disappear. No, I love whenever he's Harry's like, "Oh, you're from Brazil. What was it like?" And the snake like nudges his head towards the sign again. It said "Bread in Captivity." And Harry's like, oh. Me too. I don't think he says me too, but. I mean, but he, he felt it. He feels it. <laughs> but, um, no, I do think, I do like Sorcerer's Stone. You are right. Like, it's just, I'm very washed out of it because literally anytime you turn, every time you used to turn on ABC Family. It was always on the It was always one. on. And I get it because especially around Christmas time, it is a very Christmassy Christmas-y movie. Yeah, yeah. It is very, like, feel-goodsy. It's, like, very magical. It feels like watching it this is gonna sound very weird but watching it feels like my glasses are fogged up or like have a film on there and everything's mm-hmm. just like kind of blurry because it's just so magical you know what i'm talking about yeah. 
it's just nothing is like clear HD focused and it's all just kind of like a, in a haze and a blur. Yeah. I get it. It's a cool movie. Like, especially the wizard's chess. Mm-hmm. Dope. That was another thing is I love chess. And yeah. like the wizard chess scene was dope. The chase in the keys was dope. And another, like another like super favorite part of my, or favorite part in that movie is when he's getting all the letters to Hogwarts. Yeah. So, you know, at first it's like one letter, then it's like another one letter, then it's three letters, then it's 12 letters, then it's like 14, then the house is flooded in letters. I mean, it doesn't come that, like, gradually. It no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but and then uh, uh, Vernon was like, okay, cool. So they know where we live, and they really want the boy, and although we don't want to give him the opportunity to thrive, we're just going to move to a remote location. And that way, they can't send us letters. Mm-hmm. No. And so... What? You know what today is? What? Moving day? To- Today's Sunday. Do you know why I love Sundays? No post on Sunday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were so confused for a second No, I was just letting you say it so I didn't interrupt you with the wrong lyrics. but Or not lyrics, but quotes. It is a song. Right? Um... But anyway, they move to the island, and they're I mean, like, they yeah, we'll never... They just take a vacation. Yeah. But they're like, you know, we're not going to get any letters here. And instead of letters, they fucking get Hagrid. Like, hey, boyos. Hagrid just busts through the door. He's like, what's up, bitches? I do hate the butchering of the... The cake? No. Well, oh. The cake? Was... Oh, God. What did I start? Why did you make... Why did I start Why this? Why did you make Harry... <laughs> Why did you make Hagrid seem dumb? He's not dumb. He's a very smart man. All right? All right. But number two... Uh-huh. It is not, you're a wizard, Harry. What is it? Harry, you're a wizard. Oh. Okay. It's just so simple. Why do you have to fuck it up? Anyways, um, I'm not going to rant about it because I'll rant about it whenever I rank it online. Okay. Moving on, though. What's your number four? My number four is Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm, okay. For the longest time, I only owned Prisoner of Azkaban. So emotional ties. Ew, a little bit. Okay. Um, see, the thing is, is it's not good. It's not bad. It's kind of there for me. Um, I do like the time turners. That's the one thing. That's the one thing I do wish I could find is a time turner that would fully go around myself and another person. Because every time turner I see, it's why just would you want a time turner that big? To make it accurate to the movie. Okay. Sure. Every time turner I see is like a choker size, like a regular necklace size. I'm like, look, how am I going to use a time turner for me and my husband if I can barely even fit around my own goddamn neck? You feel me? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's actually something that turns me off to that movie, though. Um, only because, of course, whenever I did get into Harry Potter and you know started looking into lore and all this other shit, my thing is I want to find plot holes in movies. I like to find continuity. I like to find plot holes. So... The time turner, while yes, it was a great invention, while great, you know, plot device, whatever the case may be, when they started, you know, doing the plot holes and shit like that, they started making it solely about time turners and how they messed up because they could have used a time turner and why didn't they use a time turner here? Why didn't they use one there? And I get that, like, nobody thinks about, you know, disrupting time, but. It's it's supposed to be just for that movie. You know what I mean? But that's also the thing is that they like... Okay, so in... It's supposed to be in Order of the Phoenix. Right. 
all time turners are destroyed. Right. When the battle of the ministry happens, mm-hmm. all the time turners are gone. But then it brings us back to the cursed movie where they magically find a time turner in a back alley shop or whatever. And it's just, it, it bends every single rule we thought we knew when involving time turners and time travel. Right. And that's, that's what I was saying. Like it, it becomes why, more of an issue. That is why Cursed Child cannot possibly be canon. I don't care if JK Rowling herself approved it. I don't it. care. I don't care if JK Rowling herself approved it because it is not canon. There is no physical way it can be canon. And you know what? JK, I used to love you, but um Joanne, you're no longer in charge of this universe. We've given it to the uh Harry Potter weebs. Honestly, you just make so many damning statements that it... whether political or, you know, transphobic yeah, or just, or just Harry Potter weird. related. Fucking weird. <laughs> Stop it. We will like, give this thing to Stephanie Myers if you do not quit. Like, I understand that you're trying to make up and be like, hey, yeah, like, I wasn't racist naming the one Asian person Cho Chang. I wasn't racist, I promise. <laughs> I just named her Cho Chang. Come on. Come on, JK. <sighs> Baby, you could have done better, but just accept it for what it is now. You do not need to continue just... Next thing you're going to tell me next year is you're going to say, by the way, Hagrid was into butt plugs with tails on them. <laughs> like, if she ever tweets some shit like that out, somebody owes me some money. <laughs> Harry and Ron experimented with each other. <laughs> no, for real. She keeps giving us these weird ass things that we don't ask for. The only thing that I was okay with her giving us that, you know, kind of like benefited anything was uh dumbledore being gay absolutely and neville could have possibly been the prophecy as well i mean but that was that was like in the books that she said that she later came out and was like dumbledore was gay by the way like we were like okay well he dressed fucking perfectly so he was immaculate but anyway immaculate but yeah she's just anyways cursed child is a abomination you cannot convince me otherwise. Don't tell me to watch the play because I guarantee you I'll watch the play. And guess what? I will still hate it. Continuing. Um, yeah, I mean, Prisoner of Azkaban, it's number four for me just because I enjoy the werewolf. I enjoy the Shrieking Shack. Is that where we get... Um, I enjoy Sirius Black. Fenrir? No. Where do we get Fenrir? Do we get him in that book? I don't know, but he's the one that bit Lupin. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Like, I, I just kind of enjoy it, and I enjoy how, like, fucking finicky Snape was being in that movie. Yeah. All right, so number five. You said yours is Order of the Phoenix for number four? Prisoner of Basketball. Prisoner of Basketball, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I get both of our lists mixed up. <laughs> it's okay. Um, my number five is going to be Order of the Phoenix. Um, you made me realize that it's really low on my list and that I actually liked it. Um, I mean, it's... It happens. But based off of me sitting at work and making this list, I ranked it as cool. Like, it was it was a cool movie. It was, alright. I fuck with it. I love the iconic um- Umbridge scene. Oh, yeah. Where she makes Harry right into his arm. Well, right into his hand. It's into like, his hand, yeah. Well, it's, the ink is, like, it's writing, so he doesn't have to, di- he doesn't have to dip it into, like, an ink well. Yeah. It's writing, and then it's like, oh, shit, it's red ink. Dope. And then it's like, oh, shit, it's red ink. 
that's my blood. Oh. Yeah, like that's why it's carving into his hand because it's getting the ink. But I thought it was on his arm. No, the it's movie on his showed hand. his arm. No, it's in his. It's always been on his hand. Really? Yeah. Oh. Hermione got mud blood carved mud blood carved into her arm. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Her arm, his hand. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I do love the callback though to that line, in Deathly Hallows Part Two. Yeah, that's well, what I was gonna say. Deathly Hallows Part One. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I love how she makes him write. What is it like? I must not tell lies. Yeah, I must not tell lies. And then it comes back and bites her in the ass later on. Yeah, because we see her in um, Deathly Hallows Part One, and Harry's like, "Well, Dumbledore, well, no, uh, Umbridge. well, Umbridge, I must not tell lies." And she's like, "Well, shit." All right. Well, no, she does it with the, uh, he does it twice. Twice? Yeah, he does it twice. Once, whenever they're in the forest. Oh, yeah, yeah, And she's like, oh, no, tell the centaurs that I'm a good person. He's like, I mustn't tell lies. I must not tell lies, Umbridge. And so she gets carried away by the centaurs to do some, uh, some dirty, dirty orange YouTube stuff. I also just love the Order of the Phoenix because the ministry battle scene, like, Lucius Malfoy dominated that scene. Which one? In Order of the Phoenix. What scene? At the end, when Sirius dies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the Battle of the Ministry. Yeah. When all the prophecies fall over. Remember when they Harry's like, Sirius is in trouble. He's at the Ministry. They have him hostage or whatever. I'm going to keep saying, yeah, but I don't remember. It's okay. I'll, I'll make you watch it on YouTube in a minute. Fair enough. Um, I also love another iconic scene. What? When Dumbledore and Voldemort are going at it. And they're just, like, blasting each other with spells. Yeah, and Harry's kind of like, uh, what do I do? I mean, Voldemort possesses Harry. Right, he possesses him for a little bit, but realizes that, like, he couldn't hold him. So he just, like, disappears. Like, I'm sorry. People that work in the ministry are the They're the worst. Like, I'm sorry, you had literally Voldemort in your building. Granted, they had Harry in their building, too. Well, they had Voldemort first right. in the building. But that's and how bad like, they are. They've had both of them and still couldn't. Like, both of them at different times that were wanted. <laughs> and y'all still couldn't hold them? Like, literally. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, you know, just because we're running out of time, um, is this one introduces my bay, my movie bay, or my series bay. Who? Bellatrix. That's my boo thing. I love Helena Boham Carter. Was it in Order of the Phoenix when she was introduced? Yeah, it was. I okay. looked it up. Just uh-huh. for that purpose. Just to make sure. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah, um, she did do one of the most disgusting, heinous acts, which is kill Dobby. But she's still Helena Boham Carter and I love her. She pulls off wanna, the hair so well. Ah, she pulls off the hair. She pulls off all these like emo, like pasty queen looks and i just love it i do so much all right so what number are we on we are on numbers oh i rated that for my fifth one i'm sorry i don't know if i said my fourth or my fifth but yeah we're on number five okay so my number five is actually chamber of secrets i know you hate me it's i don't hate you it's just a chamber of secrets i you're washed out we said i'm washed out yeah and it's just i don't know man it just doesn't really do much for me. You feel me? I feel you. Um, really quick, I I know this is completely off topic, but the way that you were sitting, you kind of looked like Wanda. Who's Wanda? From uh, WandaVision. From, uh, what is it, Marvel? 
Yeah. Scarlet Witch. That's what it was. I don't know. Like, you had this. I don't know. You're sitting up. Light hits just right. You're kind of looking like Wanda or Scarlet Witch. Is that a compliment? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. She's cute. She's all right. Uh-huh. Thank you. I mean, you're cuter. It's just at the time, like, you look like a cuter version of Scarlet Witch. Anyway. Uh, Continuing for number six. Six. Yeah. Uh, my six is going to be Chamber of Secrets. I did like that movie. I did. It was meh through a lot of the scenes because I didn't care for them. But the scenes that I did care for was motherfucking Salazar Slytherin's pimp-ass room. Honestly, it is very Yo, cool. it is so... It looks so nice. I love the basculus sta- uh, statues. I love the giant head of Salazar Slytherin. It was just all dope. And you gotta think, this is a man that created the Hogwarts house. He was one of the creators, right? And he was just like, you know what would be dope? Is if I had my own room. And in my own room... A hidden room that nobody else knows about. I would have waterfalls. Where do they come from? Who knows? But even cooler would be a big-ass snake. Don't know what it would come in handy for, but a big-ass snake. Honestly, it it was pretty... I don't get it. That, time, the, that movie was pretty dope. Like, what did the Basculus eat during the time that he wasn't eating people? He was asleep. So he just didn't eat? He was just sleeping and chilling? He was in hibernation. But what did he eat when he wasn't in hibernation? People. So they just had all these people going missing before Harry? I think it was like uh, the chickens and Hagrid's thing. So did Hagrid know about the snake? No, baby. He was in hibernation from when Hagrid got expelled all the way up until Harry got into school. How long is that? Like a couple something years. 20 years, 30 years. That's a long-ass hibernation. He's a mag... Excuse me, a magical fucking snake. I mean, yeah, but... It's still a snake at the end of the day. I kind of want to know what he's doing with his life. Anyway. I'm pretty sure he um, he was eating chickens. Um. Also, I remember watching it as a kid. And as a kid, I had a fascination with swords and knives and bladed objects and guns. And so seeing the sword of Gryffindor was fucking pimp it was dope how he pulled it out of the uh out of the hat yeah but there is one problem don't there's start a, with the books no there's a plot hole what they think that remember basilisk venom can destroy horcrux yeah the basilisk bit harry so harry should be able to destroy horcruxes with his hand no no because his hand did not get impregnated with basilisk venom oh harry's a horcrux oh but i'm no, but the vessel has to be damaged beyond re- beyond repair. Beyond magical repair. Yes. And so the phoenix tears healed Harry, etc., etc. So it's almost a plot hole. Almost. Kind of. A little bit. Um, I did really enjoy Gilderoy, uh, Gilderoy Lockhart, though. Uh-huh. He is just his entire character. Well, another thing that I liked about the movie, since you're kind of just doing whatever you're doing. No, I was actually going to tell you that the, the actor who um, who played Gilderoy, Gilderoy Lockhart, do you know what movie he directed? What? Thor. Did he really? Yeah, and guess what? Which Thor? The original Thor. The first one. And then he was like a writer or producer or something like that, yeah, um, for Thor Dark World. Okay, that's why it sucked. No, 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 but for the original Thor, um, he was the director, and everybody's like, was he the director, or did he just obliviate the real director and take credit for it? That's pretty funny. 
Um, but another thing I was going to tell you was I loved but never truly understood Voldemort's diary or Tom Riddle's diary. Wait, say that again. <laughs> I said I never really understood Voldemort's diary. Why not? Like, was he talking to Harry in the future or was he talking to him in the past? But how was the past talking to the future? And at that point, wouldn't he have known about Harry as a kid? Because it was a part of his soul. So his soul was talking. His soul was in that book. So the part of his soul that he left, like, from that time period. Uh Uh-huh. Because remember, he... Oh, who did he kill to put his soul in the diary? I don't think it was Moaning Myrtle. Maybe. Maybe. I have to look that up. My mind's blanking right now. I thought now. she got lost in the in no, the chamber. She, no. And got killed by the snake. No, she did get killed by the snake because he... Um, Tossed her down there? No, because the snake came out and she saw it. Looked in its eyes. Right. So, um, she so died. So, technically, wouldn't that not be... Hold on, let me Google Voldemort. this. Let me Google this really quick. Quick pause and relude. Okay, yes, it was Moni Merle that he did kill um, to create the diary. And so he was in school during that time. He was still in Hogwarts during that time. Okay. So that's why the piece of his soul, that's why you saw him still in his Hogwarts robes. It's mm-hmm. because his piece of the soul, his piece of his soul from that time was left in the diary. Right. So then how would he have known about Harry? He really didn't. So they were just yeah conversing as pals. But, but who had the diary before Harry? I don't know. Jenny Weasley. Okay. Who loved Harry? Jenny. Jenny did. She told Tom Riddle all about Harry. Oh. And Tom Riddle already knew that his name was Voldemort. Right. So when she said... Voldemort's trying to kill Harry. Voldemort tried to kill Harry when he was a baby and Harry survived, blah, 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 blah. Then he he knew that he had to kill Harry. He was like, huh, that's me. (laughs) Well, <laughs> gotta fix this shit, huh? Okay, so basically the soul that's trapped inside of the Horcrux is the one talking to Harry, not Voldemort from the past and not Voldemort from the future. It's just a soul that's yeah, currently that trapped in there. Yeah, that fragment of his soul. Because you have to think, whenever he made that Horcrux, yeah. that was the first Horcrux he made. Okay. So you have 100% of your soul. Right. You, split, you don't gotta you don't gotta break down the science for it, but well, you split you. it in half. Half your soul's in that book. That's uh-huh. why it's so sentient compared to the ring, the locket, Harry, because oh. Voldemort only has fifty percent of his soul left. So when he split it again, he only has twenty five percent left. Okay, and then you just keep breaking it yeah. down. Yeah. So essentially, that diary had more of his soul than Voldemort had. That diary had more of his soul than Harry had, and I Harry mean, had more than Voldemort at the end. Yeah, because he split it after Harry. Yeah. And Nagini, yeah. Wait, so Nagini was... The last one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because he met Nagini... Because he didn't know that he split his soul into Harry. Right. Harry was the unknown Horcrux. Right. So he made Nagini... That's pretty fucked up. That's like non-consensual. Yeah. Yeah. Splitting of your soul. That's pretty fucked up. Okay, let's let's move on because we are already kind of past our time <laughs> so what is your number seven my number seven. oh wait pause oh I number didn't. six what is my oh, number yeah, six yeah, yeah, yeah. my number six is deathly no, no no number seven no i haven't said my number six yet oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sorry my number six is You're deathly good. hallows part two 
Really? Great movie. It just it left out way too much for me. It left out way too much. But if we're going based off the no, movies, but you the get thing, I the... cannot, I cannot judge them without my book knowledge. You get what you get. Boom. Exactly. So you cannot tell me how no, to no, rank. No, no. I mean, McGonagall's boom. You cannot tell me how to rank my movies. It was a decent movie. It was great. It was very appe- appealing to watch, but. Okay, let me ask you this. Is this movie to you like Fall of Skywalker was to me? Yeah, it just, it didn't ruin everything. Or was the Forsaken movie that? Yeah, the Forsaken movie was that. But it's just, it's like, it's like you have this giant book of knowledge. Mm -hmm. And then you cram that into a one-page summary. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. just like it's it's a good summary, yeah. But ultimately, there was so much more information that could have been put in there that wasn't, that would have just taken a few moments to put in there. No effort at all, really, from yeah. somebody who doesn't make movies. Yeah. You know, from my standpoint, it would have taken no effort to do some fan services to the books. But you know, it's a an, a visually appealing movie. It's just not for me personally. I dig it. Um, I rated Chamber of Secrets a meh, by the way. Okay. I forgot to mention nice. that. Nice. Um, so what was your number seven? My number seven is going to be The Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah? Okay, I can see it. Um, it was eh. It was cool, I guess. It introduced us to Sirius, which I did like. It introduced us to werewolves, which I did like. Um, but Peter Pettigrew was a fucking rat to begin with. And y'all trusted the man. And so here's the thing. The plot hole with that is that, you know, that's where we also get introduced to the Marauder's Map. Right. And Harry sees Peter Pettigrew on the map, and he's like, hold on, he's supposed to be dead. Right. But really, it was Scabbers. It was Peter Pettigrew in Scabbers' form. Right, running around. But if we could see Scabbers on the map as Peter Pettigrew, why hadn't the twins ever cared to be like, hey, Mama Nethers, um, a man named Peter sleeping with Ron every night at Hogwarts? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> maybe they're not one to judge, but if I'm sorry, if my 11 year old brother is asleep in his dorm and I see Peter Pettigrew just, just chilling, chilling next to him, <laughs> I'd be like, uh, hey, I just wanted to check to see if you're good. Um, you're 11, so like, are we cool? Like, who is, there is Peter? I mean, what? is there a man named Peter crawling into bed with you? What house is Peter in? I don't know. I never saw him get I've sorted. I've never met a Peter. <laughs> the school is pretty small. It's there's not Peter small, Dinklage. There's, there's all these not, other Peters. No. But, yeah, I... Uh, so why would never... Why wouldn't anybody just be like, hey, headmaster, um... There's a man named Peter Pettigrew on I'd, the map. I've never met a well, Peter also, Pettigrew. The map is supposed to be a secret, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But okay. still. But they could have still gone to their parents and been like, hey, there's a guy named Peter with yeah. Ron all the time. Yeah, or just like hold the map out while you're looking at Ron and see that Peter is literally standing right on top of him. And be like, hey, Ron. Um, <laughs> Good question, bud. Can you empty your pockets for us, please? <laughs> is there a man named Peter in your pocket? <laughs> Pulls out a rat. No, it's just my rat, Scabbers. Can you put your rat over there on that table real quick? <laughs> I'm going to get Nah, you just see the rat stay on the table and the name Peter just on the table. It's like, oh, okay. 
I'm better than ever. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, we got Buckbeak in that movie. Wither Wings. Wither Wings. Um, what else? Her, I did my scene, my favorite scene in that movie, um, is when Hermione decks the shit out of Draco. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take every dig that I can. I'm sorry, Tom. We are now at war. Um, so if you find me on TikTok and you want to talk about it, we could talk about it. But in the end, I will fight you. So I will do to you what Hermione did to you. I don't think he cares that much. I I want him to care that okay. much. All right, continuing. <laughs> um, but I truly didn't care for the movie. Like it was, I don't know. It was all right. Mm, yeah, I can I can see your points. I'm pretty sure valid. the book was a lot better. Like I'm pretty sure that's probably a book that I would enjoy, but as far as a movie, it, it was, wasn't it wasn't there. It was lackluster for me. Yeah. I feel you. But uh-huh. like we did explain, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting no, you. I'm so fine. sorry. You're but fine. um, like we explained earlier, it was the change from a lighter movie to a darker movie, and as you can see, the darker movies were the ones that I really enjoyed. So. I guess that has something to play with it. It's still in your bottom three, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my number seven mm-hmm. is actually Deathly Hallows Part One. Okay. Why? Just wasn't a fan of it personally. Okay. I mean, there's no like real specific reason. Well, I loved Deathly Hallows Part One. I loved it so much that it made the last spot for me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was like a cool movie, I guess. It, it was just very yeah, slow-paced. It was. It was so dragged on. And I get it because the book is like that, too. Yeah. You know, you have I to I mean, they have the to scene. set up for the second and one. you can't just, like, rush and do, like, oh, yeah, we just started hunting for Horcruxes and we already found four. And it's only been a week. Let's go. Like, of course, like, it takes place over the course of months. Yeah. And, like, you have to show, like, that they are getting down. They're getting, you know, just so overwhelmed by the task at hand yeah i think like had they shared some of the i like some of the dope parts of deathly hallows part two with deathly hallows part one it probably would have went higher on my list like the whole like always scene i loved that yeah but i mean that was in the midst of battle yeah yeah. it's it's just they had to take all the setting up for it. Mm-hmm. They had to take the months-long search for the Horcruxes and everything like that. Right. In the beginning to get your three-day Battle Royale Part 2. Yeah. You know, like, Part 2 is so great because Part 1 was so boring, so to speak. Right. And, so, I mean, that's just the only reason why it didn't make high for me. Yeah. And, I mean, my last one, um, <laughs> we all know my last one, it is Philosopher's Stone. Sorcerer's Stone? Philosopher's Stone. Okay. It's just... It's a great Christmas movie, um, but I would not be upset if I only saw it once every two years. Really? Yeah, it's just... Like I said, I've seen it so many times because yeah. I've watched the movies over and over but and over again. But it is a good movie. You can't say that it's, it's not a good movie. It's not a great movie. I loved it. You're just I, a hater. I'm not a hater. It's just... <laughs> You're just a book reader. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be super honest. I liked the, the I liked the more gritty um, Dumbledore. Right. Like Richard Harris. Fantastic. 
I'm so sorry that he did not make it to play the rest of them. But Michael Gambon. Mm-hmm. Gambon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you pronounce it. Something like that. He did a fantastic job as a Dumbledore that had flaws. And boy, did he have a lot of them. Because you cannot tell me that Richard Harris would have been able to be the Dumbledore that you kind of don't like at times. Yeah. Like... Yeah, he would have been like such a good, wholesome Dumbledore. Exactly. That it would have been too good for Dumbledore's it's, character. It's Dumbledore is he's not as gray as Snape, but right. Dumbledore is not the perfect right person. You know, like he didn't he didn't tell Harry anything about these Horcruxes. He was like, "Yeah, you can go find them. It's fine." <laughs> like and also like, like go on make mistakes. Oh, that's what I was gonna bring up. I'm so sorry. I'm interrupting you again. What's up? Um. But Dumbledore signed up Harry for the Triwizard Tournament. No, he didn't. I thought he did. No, that was Barty Crouch Jr. who snuck in and put Harry's name in the Goblet of Fire. But he encouraged him to do it. Mm-hmm. He kind of did. He didn't encourage Mad-Eye to, or Barty Crouch Jr. to do it. But he, no, no, no. He encouraged Harry. Yeah, he was basically like, well, I mean, it's in the rules, I guess. You have to do it. And it, like, was such a shitty moment for, like, Cedric. Like, come on. I would hate to be fucking going to school with Harry Potter. And then, like, never be able to outshine anybody. Exactly. And the one thing I do wish that J.K. Rowling would have changed, I'm glad that she brought a Hufflepuff character up to light to really shine. Um, But can you imagine how dope that movie would have been if a Slytherin had been picked? Yeah, that would have been really cool. The whole Hogwarts, all of Hogwarts would rally around a Slytherin. Yeah, of course. Like, it's just, it would it would be so much house unity that Voldemort would never stand a chance. chance. But anyways, I also, um, a reason the Deathly Hallows Part 2 oh, wasn't super high. Oh, I didn't get high. to finish my thing. <laughs> Continue, my bad. <laughs> um, Got really passionate there no, for a no, second. No, 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 you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. Um, but what I was saying was Dumbledore kind of encouraged Harry to go through with the Wizard Tournament, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, Dumbledore couldn't have known that Harry was going to make it all the way through and neither did voldemort like they no, all expected they, harry to get to the end mad eye set um set harry up to win every single time pretty really much. so mad eye in the um in the dragons he gave hagrid the idea like hey you should uh you should tell harry about the dragons give him like, like a hot start you know yeah so he gave him that idea and then he also kind of tried to give him the idea of hey you could like Accio, your broom, you feel me? And then in the um, underwater one, I know I think it's Dobby who gives it to Harry in the movie, but the, in the book it's Neville. The, weed, the gillyweed. The gillyweed, yeah. Yeah. And guess who is the one that gave Neville the book? Uh, Mad-Eye. Mad-Eye gave Neville the book about gillyweed. Yeah. And so Neville was like, oh, hey, Harry, here's some gillyweed. You should try this. Yeah. And then also in the maze, uh-huh. he put Victor Crumb in a trance. Who? Mad Eye? Yeah. That's fucked up. Like, he, so he cheated? Yes. He designed that shit. He was the one that made the um, the Triwizard Cup a porky. Weird. For Harry to get, but he didn't count on Harry and Cedric. Harry being like, no, we win together. Let's grab it together. <laughs> so Harry killed Cedric. Harry was a little bit too much of a good guy. Yeah. But also with the winnings from the Triwizard Tournament, you know what he did with them? He gave to... Fred and George so yeah. they can open up the shop. Uh-huh. I love it. Um, but what I was saying was, 
<laughs> what I was saying was, um, like, what if Harry did drown? Like, what if they did hold him under and the gillyweed, like, wore off or, you know, just, like, just something unexpected happened? I mean, granted, now that you tell me that Mad-Eye cheated. It's a little less likely. Yeah. But I would just think of how easy shit would have flown if Voldemort would have let somebody else kill Harry. Yeah. If he was like, yeah, Mad-Eye, just right there. (laughs) Peter, so nobody knows you're a fucking rat for, like, three movies. Why don't you just go ahead and pop up and stab him in the neck? For real. Yeah, that would have been so much quicker. Honestly. And then he could have gone on doing his thing. Yep. All right. So I guess that wraps up our list, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think that does. Overall, um, now you know my Harry Potter opinions. Uh, The books are, of course, better. Um. But yeah, I'm not a fan of Philosopher's Stone, really. Pretty big yeah, fan. Yeah, you of, are. Pretty big fan of Goblet of Fire, Half-Blood Prince. Yeah. Order of the Phoenix. And I'm a fan of any of the movies that are going to hold my attention or hold my childhood heart the one thing, The one thing that we will not ever pay attention to is Cursed Child. I'm going to give it a try. I know that you... You going to go uh, watch the play? I might. You want to read the book? I might. The book is really short. I'll read it to you. It's a play. Okay. I'll try it. I don't mind. Here, do you want to hear a little snippet? Yeah. Voldemort and Bellatrix have a love child. But he hates her. Oh, also, you remember the scene where Mudblood gets carved into Hermione's arm? Yeah. Bellatrix is pregnant during that. How? Exactly, Rico. How? She didn't look pregnant. How? Why would she be doing all those dangerous things if she was pregnant? For one, she's a psychopath. But for two, you know she's married. Look, look, she just because there's a ring doesn't mean somebody can't score, okay? I don't know what the term is, but hoes tend to use that as their thing, so, you know? Yeah, oh, and by the way, Cedric, Cedric Diggory, yeah. when they go back and eventually save him, because that's what Kershaw is all about. The Saving Cedric? Yeah. Why don't they just name it Saving Cedric Ryan? Um, so they save Cedric, right? Uh-huh. Cedric becomes a Death Eater in one of the timelines. Why? Why? What sense does that make? Zero fucking sense. Isn't he supposed to be like some wholehearted good guy? Zero fucking sense. Okay. And that's why well, we I'm don't not even. I'm not even being like sarcastic. Like this is actually pretty. Uh, this is new information. To pretty you. upsetting. Yeah. Like I kind of don't want to give it a chance now. My bad. Now you know. I waited until midnight for that book to finally buy it, and I read it the next day at work. And you're like, yeah, no, fuck that. I was fucking pissed. I was like, this is trash. <laughs> Stephanie Myers, um, we're going to go ahead and call it right here. Um, if you want to take over the Harry Potter franchise and uh, take these guys with you, then by all means, we uh, kicked out J.K. Rowling for you. Honestly. I... Mm-hmm. Or whoever wrote Divergent and whoever wrote... Uh... No, I'm just staring off into space. Sorry. Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, Hunger Games. And shit, Lemony Snicket, if you want that shit, just let us know. Nah, I'm just gonna give it to whoever wrote My Immortal on fanfiction.net. Who? Whoever wrote My Immortal on fanfiction.net. What is that? It's a Harry Potter fanfic. It's okay, I'll read it to you. I, I don't know if I want to hear that. But um, thank you again for coming out to another hour-long episode of Break Out the Popcorn. Connie, you got anything you want to say? 
Uh, thank you for listening to us drone on for another hour. Yeah, this one was, again, very unstructured. I kind of liked it. It was fun. It <laughs> just kind of went off. Yeah, I, don't, I, I mean, the first one at least had some kind of guide to it, but Not this, this one. one just went all sorts of places. <laughs> um, I definitely had fun uh, doing this ranked thing. Um, I, I want to do it again. What about you? I mean, I think we're going to eventually do it again if we just made it a series. Yeah. So, true. yeah. All right. Well, where can they find us? Um, Everything is on Break Out the Popcorn, spelled normally. So, Instagram, Facebook, email us at breakoutthepopcorn at gmail.com. I'm trying to think. That's it. That's it? That's All right. It. Well, if you want to guess what our third movie is going to be. Uh, not movie. Uh, what our third episode is going to be. You can go ahead and uh, I don't know what you can do with it. We haven't <laughs> so. quite gotten there yet. <laughs> um, so again, thank you very much for listening with us. I hope you had fun. Stay safe. Wear masks. Hope you agreed with our opinions. Or if uh, not. You probably didn't. You're probably sitting in the car yelling at us. But as all things come to an end, roll credits. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.